Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Boost Mobile. Where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. Buy Summer Skates. Personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com slash partners and order yours today. Buy OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products. gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the jive chicken sandwich or the double brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Buy M-Drive. You're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort. You make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of College Hockey Champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans, as it may be. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Weekly presented by everyone. Everyone that wants to listen to college hockey news, it's right here. It's right here. It's all right here on College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy with you from beautiful Kansas City. I'm lying. It's not beautiful. It's it's rainy. It's awful. It's, it's gloomy. It's not good tonight. But guess what? Our Caesars Harris property here in Kansas City is beautiful and uh, Taco Tuesday tonight, so that that was the meal of choice. Uh, Paul Hornstein, my co-host, is always out on beautiful Long Island, New York, where I understand it's uh, what balmy eighty-two or three. Uh, no, you're just a little. <laughs> it, well, let's go back to this. Is it the wind that's eighty-two or eighty-three miles an hour? No, no, no. Maybe the rain that's coming down might be coming down that fast, but no. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, anyway, uh, we digress. Uh, it is a uh, another College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Um, we got something going, Paul. We brought on Chris Mayotte right after he got his first win. Now we're going to go to Rico Blasi uh, after he got his first win. Uh, right. Hey, if you, if you want to win hockey games, just come on the podcast, right? Oh, that's the way I look at it. I don't know about anybody else. Um, at least that's our story, and we should stick to it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Of course, Rico Blasi and the St. Thomas Tommies headed to Arizona, uh, to Tempe, as a matter of fact, to Oceanside to uh, face off against the Sun Devils this weekend. I had hoped to be there, but uh, I got stuck, if you will, in yeah, Colorado stuck. Springs uh, yeah. covering the new city championship between Colorado College and Air yeah. Force. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's horrible. I, you, I've seen some of the pictures of what it looks like there. You know, not that miserable. I get to leave, miserable. Out of, leave my basement, but yeah, miserable. Um, it looks miserable. pretty good 
you know, pretty <laughs> not too shabby where 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 you're ending up. So, Air, Air Force know. Friday night, Colorado College Saturday night, the new Ed Ropes yeah. Arena. I'll be there for yeah. the first time to see a game. Uh, looking forward <sighs> to that. Meantime, though, Arizona State coming off a split on the road, a comeback overtime victory. Uh, that's what it lies ahead for Coach Blasey and the Tommies, who uh, will enter this one at uh, one and seven. Right. And uh, I'm sure Coach is uh, is happy to get the first win, but uh, he also knows it's a building process, and this gets him out of the CCHA for a weekend and uh, gets him an opportunity to go to some real sunshine. Well, I, I assume so. I, 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 it is still only late October. Um, I, I don't think it's a balmy 80 degrees in Minneapolis, but I no. could be wrong, I guess, no. you know. Or Mendota Heights where he's at. Or, yeah, whatever. Um, or, or Lake Elmo. Perhaps he got his house in Lake Elmo. We don't know that. Yeah, we don't know. You can ask him. Because um, <laughs> it, you could, you know, and, and as I you will usually do, anger people because I don't have the topography and the geography of the state of Minnesota <laughs> memorized. Uh, you could be talking about anywhere in the state, and I would have no clue. Other than <laughs> well, the anyway, fact that I know that Mendota um, Heights the is Iron the Range south of St. Paul. How about that? I only know that the Iron Range and Warroad are way up there on the Canadian border, and that's about all I know. Yeah, the Iron Range on the right side of the state, if you're looking at it on a map, and Warroad about dead center uh, at the very top. Right, that's Minnesota. all I know. Okay, um, so your thoughts on Arizona State? We didn't really even have a chance to visit uh, about that last uh, Sunday night because, gosh darn it, Chris Mack came on and we had stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, listen, um, uh, the ASU story and byline is the same as it always is. You know, whether they win or lose, they play uh, inconsistent over the weekend in terms of for whatever reason, there's just a it's different always Friday look. night, Paul. It's Friday it's night, Friday and, night. And it's a different team that shows up on Saturday night, and then, you know, win or lose, that just always seems to be the case. Well, we know one thing: they got the lead. Well, we know a couple things: they got the leading scorer in the country in Matthew Copperud. Right. Um, they also have a pretty dynamic freshman in uh, Josh Doan. Right. And we know that they are at 500 on the year. Four and very four, true. correct? They're f- four and four, and um, very good on the power play uh, when they don't try to overhandle the puck because that seems to be on the power play when they get in trouble. They're at about 45 or 50% on the power play. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'm With, sorry. And I don't, that even, think the, number, and I don't even think that's first in the NCAA. I know, and that, uh, but it's still ridiculous. That, oh, it's, it's 100%. You're converting, it if is you're a, converting at that, it is a hundred percent ridiculous. Okay, I mean it is not. It is just insane. Uh, Saint Cloud is at forty-seven percent, and ASU is at forty percent. Uh, you would think Michigan uh, would be higher on this list. <laughs> you think so, right? High <laughs> Providence and Holy Cross too. Um, there's it's all close. I mean. Holy Cross and Providence are 33 and a third, and Michigan is 32%. Um, but those are just insane numbers, uh, 40% yeah, well, that, and 
that tells you something must have changed with power plays around the uh, around the college scene. I know watching Arizona State, I told you this before, uh, they, they've got a great setup as long as uh, Tim Lovell, the, the man on top, the last man standing, the last man back, any uh, phrase you want to use, as long as he is there and doing his job, um, the, things are going to click. Because that means you get four guys down low. You got two snipers on the wings. You got two in front of the net. We talked about this before. They slide from side to side. It makes it incredibly difficult for the goaltender. The only thing you can have a problem on that is if that last man back, Tim Lovell, gets beat or fumbles the puck or has any kind of miscue, uh, it can turn into a two on zero real, real quickly. And it has. Uh, I, yeah, there, it, it has. There are, you know, there have been. Uh, occasions and ASU has given up two shorthanded goals this year uh, where that's happened. You know, and I'll tell you this, Paul, I don't know if you remember this at all, but uh, it reminds me an awful lot of the UMass power play when Kale McCarr was there. Kale was the guy that you could put on that point and keep him back there and know that two things were going to happen with Kale McCarr. Nine times out of 10, he was going to make the play and help you score a goal. Uh, if it wasn't that other one out of 10 chance uh, and he gave it up, he could normally get back and play and, uh, and do something with it because he's an incredible skater and has incredible hockey sense to, uh, to get back on that. I think that's what they're trying to develop in Tim Lovell. And he definitely has the speed. He might be one of the fastest well, skaters okay. in all of NCAA it, hockey. May, it, it, yeah, I don't want to put him at the Kale McCarr level though. Let's let's no, no, no. Let's I, I didn't say that. I did not and say I was that. Say, I, it, I said it, what they're McCarr, trying to do is, Make him that style of yeah, defenseman on the point. I just I don't want anybody to 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 think that you're saying that Tim Lovell is no. Kale McCarr. No, no, I'm not saying I that. Just want to make I'm sure. Saying, I'll see. I, I I got your back. Uh, I appreciate that. Take the knife out of it too while you're there. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, I, if I, uh, how do you know I, well, if I, how many that I've put in there? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, then quit twisting them because it hurts. Anyway, yeah, you go uh, over it. <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, I, my point being is he's dy- Tim Lovell is dynamic, and uh, that power play will go as Tim Lovell goes. I know they have the snipers. I know that. But the snipers get their opportunities because Tim Lovell makes the play on the top. Um, okay. Um, we didn't really talk much about Denver. Uh, they they dropped in the polls, obviously, from 8 to 11 or 12 or whatever one you look at. Uh, where did we put them, Paul? I think we kept them at 8, didn't we, or somewhere in there? I don't know. That was Sunday. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to get everybody to start looking. Uh, we're working on the I graphics do, part of yeah, it now. Which so looked nice, by the way. Yeah, Terry did a great job on that. So we'll have uh, uh, we'll have those graphics up uh, before too long, and, and then you'll be able to see it every week. Uh, just how uh, how Paul and I see uh, things in yeah, I, I'm hockey. pretty sure they were in that that eight to twelve were, range. Pretty sure they yeah. were eight or nine. Um, you know, it, I I think you know that first game they gave up the three the four uh, one lead, um, and then oh, you just, know, then you know what happened Saturday, right? You go to Boston College, who was angry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen, very angry. listen, let's 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 not make it seem like. Denver lost to Division three schools here. Yeah, <laughs> they lost. I'm glad, to I'm glad you said Division three instead of ACHA because uh, Frank would have been all over you. You know that. Um, 
they lost to Providence at Providence, and they lost to Boston College at Boston College. I mean, these are not easy places to play. Yeah, hold on a second. Give a give a chat here for a minute because uh, I think Rico's having some problems getting logged in. So yeah. um, talk, and, talk it up a little bit so I can try to connect with them. Well, I mean, and you see if you look at some of the other uh, rankings and polls, uh, the teams bounced all over the place. Uh, the first place votes are much more equally distributed this week. Um, Saint Cla- in, in, in the, the you know if you look at the at, at one poll and you go at the last poll, it's three, one, two, five, seven, six, four, twelve, ten from last week, and they're all bounced all over the place. Uh, Western Michigan makes a big jump with their win at Michigan and the overtime loss. And, you know, it's just uh, it's really jumbled up right now. Um, I still think Quinnipiac should have won both games this weekend, and they probably would tell you that too. Um, they just didn't. And so we've got another situation where, you know, it's just going to be all jumbled, and you have things all over the place. So, um, it, it, you know, we have another big week here. And another uh, situation where, you know, we'll have some good matchups this week. And we'll go from there. I mean, um, you know, the, the, you know the, the, as far as what we are concerned about, um, you know, we like the intensity of rivalries. So we have CC and Air Force coming up this week. Uh, we actually have games tonight. Uh, Connecticut is leading yeah. Northeastern. Uh, yeah. in the second period and Holy Cross is trailing Quinnipiac one nothing here in the second period or you know getting ready to go into the second period so you know, you know what we call these games we like more the Paul Hornstein games we because like they're these. midweek yeah we like those we like them <laughs> yeah. a lot and if I wasn't prepping for the prod- podcast because we had to come in early um, I'd probably be watching the Quinnipiac game yeah, so. well, it's okay. Well, I, I sent Coach a message uh, to, to text Terry and see if uh, they could connect and, and get Coach on. Uh, he's having a little problems with the app. It's not surprising. Um, so um, that happens all the time is what I mean. It, uh, right. it, you know, if you don't do it like we do every single week, and even when we do it every single week, sometimes it's like, hey, how'd yeah, this happen? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, let's take a quick break. Let's okay. uh, get in uh, some words from our partners, and then we'll uh, we'll come back and see if we can get Coach Blasey on uh, right away. I know he's got a busy schedule tonight, as you would expect, getting prepared to travel to uh, Arizona State. But in the meantime, we'll take a quick break, and you and I will come back, and we'll hope to connect with the coach in just a few minutes. best college hockey conference ready for you wherever you are however you want to watch your favorite team is on nchc.tv on your phone tablet or stream to your tv subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv if it's nchc hockey it's on nchc.tv Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. 
officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, Drury Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call 1-800-DRURY-IN or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, we are back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Kansas City, Missouri, as we prepare for uh, what they're telling me, Paul, would have been a uh, major blizzard if it had been snow and not rain that's headed my way. Um, <laughs> of course, you're getting your own nor'easter out there in New York, and um, we're waiting to, to see if we're connected with Coach Blasey yet. If we if we have him on, if he uh, can get him to click on one of the great call-in buttons, Coach will connect you. Uh, if you're not there yet, we understand, and we will just hold – for you, but um, Paul, it was an exciting weekend, as you know. I was uh, watching ACHA, the best of ACHA, versus uh, a very good NCAA opponent in Lindenwood, hosting uh, Air Force this last weekend. Um, it, the scores obviously were not in favor, but I thought Lindenwood made some some strides, if you will. Well, listen, I mean, you're going to get a litmus test, right? They're they're, they're trying to see where they are where they have to go, uh, assuming they make the jump to NCAA hockey. Um, I have not heard anything official yet, so I, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I have an idea. Go to our YouTube channel or our webpage <laughs> and listen to Coach himself. How really? about that? Yeah, Ice Time SW on YouTube right. or our SW.com on the uh on the website and, and right. listen to coach. I talked to him for 11 minutes. Does, See what he has they, to say. Can they get to Make it from the Twitter pages? What? Can they get to it from the Twitter feeds? Uh, maybe. Maybe if they uh, if they look on Twitter and connect on one of the links there. But, yeah, that's, that's the way to get there. And then you can talk to coach uh, or listen to coach yourself. Okay. I just – listen, I'm just saying I I don't see – I haven't heard any announcements. That's all. I well, in Coach's own words, what he told me, and I'm talking about Coach Rick Zombo, he said, I don't want to make anything official until it's official. So um, <laughs> uh, I have uh, the plan. I know what I'm doing. Uh, if you want to make it official. No, that would make one of us anyway. 
yeah, hold on a minute. If you want to make it official, do this. Uh, listen to Coach Speak with uh, Frank Serratore and see see what happens. Because Frank Serratore's got it all planned out, doesn't he? Well, usually he does. <laughs> I, I think we got Coach on, so let's see if we can connect with uh, the head coach at St. Thomas, uh, Rico Blasi. Coach, you got Scott and Paul with you. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? Uh, we're doing Good, wonderful. Right? I, I, I joke, Coach, because Sunday night we had um, uh, Chris Mayot on after he got his first win, and now it's Tuesday night, and we're bringing you on after your first win at St. Thomas. So congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Hey, Coach, um, as the season has gone on here, and uh, I was, you know, I go back and forth on my computer to try and watch about four or five games at a time. Um, it looked like, um, at least on the ice, things started to come together uh, for you guys uh, a couple of weeks ago at uh, when you guys were playing at Lake Superior. Uh, how how uh, much did it help to, to have those first games on the road or – uh, or was it better to 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 have that one home game and then go on the road? Well, it's I mean, you know, looking back, you would want to have some more practice time. <laughs> uh, if I'm being truthful, um, we got together really three weeks before the season started. As you guys know, our our semester started September 8th, so we weren't allowed to be on the ice until then. And um, you know, to bring that many guys together. Uh, from different uh, places uh, to be transitioning from Division Three to Division One to all of a sudden start speaking, you know, what really is a different language uh, and putting in a system and trying to bring the team together uh, was probably more difficult than even I thought it would be. Um, but I would, I will give the guys credit; they worked hard. Uh, they were very uh, diligent in, in terms of what we were doing. Um, respectful of the process so you know it's really been seven weeks and things are starting to kind of guys are starting to figure me out a little bit more um, playing with each other trusting each other all part of the process that we knew we were embarking on when we decided to to, to take this on and um, it's been a lot of fun I can tell you it's it's been rewarding for all of us involved uh, because every day you see the team getting a little bit better and we are a process-oriented program. Uh, we're going to always be that. Uh, we know we need to get better in certain areas consistently uh, to compete with some of the, the, the best teams in our conference and in the country. So uh, that will continue to be our daily uh, goal is to get better every day. And, uh, but I do like where our team's at right now. We're, and even last week, we were a, lot, we were a little banged up guys came into the lineup and stepped up and played a, a major role in that win on Saturday. Coach, can you talk a little bit about the uh, the opening weekend? You had a home-and-home home with St. Cloud State, which is a tough draw, uh, not to uh, any time in the season, but to open your, uh, your um, campaign, if you will. And you got a chance to play at the XL Energy Center. And just, if you can, tell the fans down here in the southwest and the, the south part of the country uh, what that was like for you and your program to get an opportunity to go into the energy Excel uh, Energy Center? Well, for us, it was it was incredible. I mean, that's uh, probably one of the best venues in the country in terms of fan experience. And you know, the Wilds have had some some 
big time games there and it's uh, it's a great atmosphere and the ice is always great and the locker rooms and just the, the, the whole thing. So uh, the relationship we have with the wild is tremendous uh, here in St. Paul. Uh, they've been great to us. Um, so it's a great, uh, great partnership that we have here in St. Paul. Um, it's, you know, some of our players have grown up in Minnesota. That's where they've always wanted to play. And some of them played in, in high school championships uh, there at the XL. So uh, for us to play our, our unofficial home, first home game there was exciting for, for our team, for our fans, our alumni, and really everybody that's worked so hard behind the scenes to transition St. Thomas from Division Three to Division One. So, and to play St. Cloud, you know, one of the top two teams, top three teams in the country, uh, I counted their lineup. Uh, they had, because of COVID, 18 juniors and seniors uh, to our two seniors or three seniors, I should say. So, uh, you know, it, it was a little bit of a, a mismatch and we knew that going in, but we're, we're so appreciative that St. Cloud uh, stepped up and, and wanted to play us. I think it's important when new programs emerge uh, that everybody, uh, you know, that everybody gives them a chance to play because that's how we're going to get better. That's how we're going to find out where we need to go. Uh, we need to play games. You can't gain the experience in practice alone. Uh, and so for us to play one of the best in the country was, was really an important step for us. And then uh, you, you play your conference games. Now you get a break in the middle of the conference uh, schedule, kind of, and you get to go to Tempe, Arizona. I, I wish I would be their coach. I'm going to be, unfortunately, at uh, in Colorado Springs for as yeah, what Frank Saratori says is is the new city championship in Colorado Springs, which I just crack up at. That's a Minnesota voice there for sure. Uh, but uh, you get out to the desert. Uh, you get to see Oceanside. Uh, you get to play in Oceanside. What do you expect, uh, not only out of that environment, but out of Arizona State? Well, first and foremost, uh, I've been I've been there, so I know what it what it's like. Uh, <laughs> it's 85 degrees this weekend, so I'm really looking forward. Oh. To that. Um, you know, for us, I, I have a lot of respect for Greg Powers and what he's done at Arizona State and his staff. Um, I had a chance uh, in my year off to to spend some time with them for the weekend and just to listen to them and how they built the program and their vision of the program. And now the new building coming for them next year. And, um, you know, I didn't know I was going to take over a program that was transitioning from division three to division one at the time. I was just more, uh, in awe of what he's done and what, what they've been able to do. And so, uh, we've, we've had a great relationship, uh, Greg and I, and, and I'm excited to go and play them because I know he understands what we're going through. Um, we'll try to be competitive. We'll, we'll, we'll work hard. Uh, you know, he's got a great power play. Um, their decor is very mobile. Uh, their forwards will make you pay if you make mistakes. So uh, not unlike what we haven't experienced the last few weeks. So uh, we're looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be another step in the process for us. Uh, every time we step on the ice, uh, quite frankly, is an opportunity for us to get better and, um, you know, playing games like that against quality teams and, and top teams in the country like Arizona State and St. Cloud and Northern Lake State uh, uh, is an important step for us every night. Uh, Coach, when you played um, Lake Superior, you guys, there was a lot of special teams goals. Did that give you a chance to, 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 to look at 
at a way to, to try and get your team to say, guys, we got to stay out of the box. We got to play five on five, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it, it was, it, am I mistaken in, in, in thinking that, uh, um, as, as a startup program, it's, it's more important to, to stay five on five. It really is. And you know how, you know, every league at the beginning of the year, there's an emphasis on cracking down on some of the initiatives that, that the different leagues are putting on, uh, on the, on the teams, on the conferences. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be called tight and, you know, for us again, three weeks leading up to the first game. I mean, that first game we had 10 penalties against us and two, five on threes and can't do that against anybody, but, uh, I'm not sure that, you know, we're going to get the respect that we need to, and the benefit of the doubt, if you will. And I know it sounds kind of corny, but uh, yeah. sometimes when you're the underdog and you're not as talented, um, you know, you're going to get a few more penalties. We hadn't really had a chance to figure out who our penalty killers were going to be. We kind of had an idea. We worked on a little bit. We kind of changed a few things here and there, but uh, we're starting to find out now who our guys are that we can rely on in certain situations. And part of that process was us trying to figure something that is still evolving. Um, mm -hmm. But you're absolutely right. We have to be disciplined. We have to stay out of the box. I think our five on five game is coming around. We're doing much better consistently from period to period. I think we've given up, I want to say two or three goals in the last few weeks, five on five, uh, which I think is, is a really a good step forward. Now we need to shore up our penalty killer, penalty killing and our, and our power play. And uh, once we start putting all those things together, our effort has always been there. Uh, that's one thing that I, I really have been proud of our team. The, the care level and the effort that these guys bring every night is, is really special. Uh, you guys played that Friday night game against Ferris, um, and that was uh, basically, you know, that was your first home home game. Um, when you guys were up one nothing going into the third period, I know they scored relatively early in the third period, but between periods, did you have to do anything, to guys? We gotta we gotta stay calm. We gotta stay focused. We have to stay uh, within our game. Uh, was there a lot of that on the bench and in the locker room between periods or? I think, yeah, I think that's, that's coach talk every time. Right. I mean, right. those are always things that you want to remind your team of staying focused, paying attention to detail, be disciplined, um, you know, stick to our game plan. You know, they scored that power play goal and made it one, one. I thought we had some really good chances after that to make it two, one, we hit a pipe. Um, you know, we knew Ferris was going to come hard at us. Um, that's not a surprise to anybody. And uh, it was a 1-1 hockey game. It probably should have been a 1-1 hockey game. Uh, I didn't think our power play was as good as it needed to be that night. But sometimes that happens. And you got to play a different style. And you gotta you got to take what the game gives you and find a way. And, um, you know, we went into overtime. It's the first overtime game. Uh, you know, these things happen. Our, one of our players are, are – one of our few seniors, uh, right. Shiano Versich, fell and uh, gave them an opportunity to have a little bit of an odd man rush in tight. So, uh, again, part of the process, part of the learning experience for our, for our club and, and our program. And, 
you know, you have to go through these experiences. No matter what we do as coaches in practice, and repetition is important, putting them in uncomfortable situations is important. That's how you grow. But there's a, there's a growth level that you go through by going through game situations, pressure situations like that, that you can't mimic in practice. It's just, it, there's no way you can do that. So these are all good things, even though we didn't get the W, these are all good things for our team and, and hopefully we're learning from it. And I know we are because the next night we came out with a different type of attitude. I was going to say, did you, you and the, and, and, and your, you know, your, your coaching staff wonder going to bed Friday night, how they would respond on Saturday. And uh, clearly uh, they responded well as they went out to a five, nothing lead. Well, you know, as, as a coach, you don't have many uh, nights after a game where you sleep. So there, there, <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of things running through my mind and our staff and, you know, we had a, a good staff meeting and then, you know, we go through our routine and, and watch the, watch the game back and watch the special teams and watch certain things and certain players and look at the stats. And, you know, we, we have a process that we go through with our staff. So we, we did that. And then, you know, we, part of this process is teaching part of this process is teaching them how to win. And sometimes less is more. And Saturday was one of those days. Um, you know, quite frankly, it was a 10 second meeting. Um, we went in there, I challenged them by putting two words on the board and left the room and the guys did a, a great job in responding to that. And, um, you know, at some point your competitive nature needs to come out that feeling in your stomach where it's not okay to just go out and accept, you know, the outcome, um, understanding that there's a process to all of it and that's important, but you got to have that little burn in your stomach. And I think we had that Saturday night. Well, so, uh, basically I, the, 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 the thing that I was going to ask is, uh, besides the fact that both of those games over the weekend were very, very intense, I, I, I do have a little bit of coaching experience in, in not quite obviously at the level that you guys have, but um, at what point did you kind of let that feeling sink in that, Hey, we got this because that had to sink in. It, obviously not until, you know, there were a lot less digits on the clock, but did you allow yourself to, to absorb that last 20 or 30 seconds? Uh, you know, I will tell you that Ferris came out and tried to really impose their will on us in the first five minutes. And, and, and they were putting, uh, you know, they were doing a really good job of that. We were on our heels a little bit and then something just shifted. Um, we were able to score the first goal and then we had some pushback. And that was the first time I saw our team actually push back. And I said, all right, I think, I think this is going to be a different night now. And the game was intense. It, it, it was, you know, I know we got out to a 5 nothing lead, but it was an intense game. Nonetheless, didn't matter what the score was. So we were staying focused on, on what, you know, what was at hand and what we needed to do. But with about 30 seconds left, maybe even a minute, um, you know, once they got their, that penalty and we went on the power play, um, it, it was, you know, it was a special moment. And I was really happy and proud of the team. And I was really happy for our alumni and for our administration and our university 
because it's not easy to do what we're doing. And we're going to take a lot of shots throughout the year and to have that win and to feel good about it, that we're going in the right direction is a really important step in our process. And I was just really happy for everybody involved. So Rico, I have two, two part question for you. The first one is uh, I love what you guys do uh, in the locker room. I've seen this a few times, but after a win, I thought it was great. I get, you can really feel the emotions through Twitter for like a minute and a half or however long that video is. So congratulations on that. I think that's really motivating and uh, it really shows the work that you guys are doing uh, there. But uh, explain to everybody what it's like to play in your building. Cause that was the first time you played in your own building. And I know coach powers is thrilled this year to have 20 home games in Oceanside. Uh, he's called it uh, the last ride at Oceanside. And, um, it makes a difference, doesn't it, to have your own home and come out of your own locker room? Oh, no doubt about it. Um, you know, not only do you get a full week of practice and, and you know, not stressing your body by, put, you know, getting on a bus or on a, on a flight, um, but it gives you an opportunity to spread some things out and work on some things and, and, just, and, and just have relationships with your players and, and have one-on-ones and little side conversations and, and things like that. And to me, sleeping in your own bed and feeling comfortable um, going to the rink is, is really a big deal. It's a, it's a huge advantage. That's why it, that's part of the home ice advantage. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a different feel throughout the week. Um, you know, you're not rushed to do stuff. And so Greg is absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. And you know, I think if you look around the country, home ice advantage is a, is a real thing. Uh, and, and the teams that can do, a, do both are the teams that usually go on to play in the national tournament. Um, but, you, you, you know, it's a different uh, – it's definitely an advantage for sure. Okay, final one for me because I know you've got a ton of stuff to do. But uh, as you look at at this season now, and you're into it, what eight games, something like that, um, and you look at where you're at, is is this kind of how you envisioned you might be at uh, at this point, or is it too early to tell? That's a great question. I'm not sure what I was thinking, to be honest with you. Uh, I knew we were, <laughs> I knew we'd, we'd work hard. I knew we were going to get better every day. Uh, think we just had that makeup of the team uh you know we got a lot of guys that have never played division one hockey we had some guys that were on division one teams that never played a game um and so we had this was all new for everybody um i i think we're we're right where we need to be right now i think we're getting we're getting comfortable in our schemes i think we're getting comfortable with each other uh as you build a program and as you build a culture, there's a there's a key word that 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 really has to start to kind of. Not only can you do you have to say it, but you have to really live it, and that's that trust word. And trusting each other is really important. It's it's about understanding each other on the ice. It's it's about communication. It's about you know your your D partner knowing that you're going to do that. You know you're you're going to get the puck to him. There's a responsibility and a role that everybody has and everybody's got to accept it. Those are all, it's all about trust. The goaltender has to trust that the defenseman has the guy in front of him so he can take the shot square. 
Um, all those things come down to trust. Now, trust is tough to do, right? When you're putting guys together for the first time. <laughs> yeah. seven. I mean, cultures are not built overnight. And cultures take time and they take a lot of nurturing and, and cultivating and being in community and being together. Uh, and that's what we're doing right now. We're being together. We're working hard together. We're going through tough times together. We're going through some good times together. And guys are starting to trust each other. And that's that just comes with time and, and experience. And, and, you know, we can't – the one thing we will not do at St. Thomas, we will not take shortcuts. We will, we will do this the right way. And we, we want long-lasting success when we get there. And uh, we're going to work hard to not take those shortcuts because you could take shortcuts. There's a lot of a lot of things, a lot of uh, you know opportunities to say, you know what, maybe we're just going to go this way, and where are we going to go this way? Because it's it'll take it'll be easier if we do it, and won't won't be as tough, and we we might win a couple of more games. We're not going to do that. That's not that's not who I am. That's not who our uh, the, the staff that we hired and certainly not the way we want to do things at St. Thomas. So uh, we're not going to take shortcuts. We're going to do it the right way. Yes, I think we're in that real good spot right now where we're building this culture and building it the right way. Okay, I'm going to let Paul get the last one in here in a minute, but i got to follow that up because uh, I, I told Paul and I told others that I've had a chance to watch four uh, pretty solid NCAA programs now have practice. I've watched Arizona State, I've watched Air Force, I've watched Denver, and I've watched uh, Colorado College. And uh, you having the experience that you have with both starting a program and and having a, a seasoned veteran program that, that makes a run in the tournament, um, I'm just wondering about your philosophy because I'll tell you what I saw. Um, I saw David Carl take his team and um, almost drill sergeant-like, if I can use that word, because – he was precise. He, he followed everything and it was intense, every practice. And then I watched Chris Mayotte about uh, 65 miles down the road, I-25 in Colorado Springs, and he was uh, really teaching on the ice. It was like blowing the whistle, stopping, going like, you need to be here because of this. You need to be here because of this. So does your coaching philosophy, A, follow Chris Mayotte's right now, and, and will it evolve as your uh, players get a little bit more accustomed to things? I have a lot of respect for Chris Mayotte, but maybe you should ask him. He should follow my way. <laughs> there you go, coach. Put him in his place. That's what, that's it, what I'm talking about. Uh, I love yes, it. Yes, sir. I love you, it. No, no, no. Don't be kidding. Don't no, be kidding. No, get, Put him there. No, it's it. okay. I, I just had to throw that out there because oh, I, I haven't seen your uh, team yet. And, 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 I, and, I have, and I have a lot of respect <laughs> for David Carl, too. Listen, you know, us, you know, Division One coaches, all over the country uh, do an unbelievable job in understanding their programs. David Carl is at a different place than Chris Mayotte is with his program than Rico Blasi is with, with our program. So there's a little bit of all of that that goes in. And I'm sure if you went to Chris's practices throughout the week, you would see the same thing. And I'm sure there's practices where David takes the time to teach and not be so much of a, uh, a an intense uh, as you said, drill sergeant, um, in terms of what they're doing in practice. For us at St. Thomas, it's a little bit of both. We have to have those practices that are very much like David Carl, pushing the envelope, intensity to the point. There's no stopping. 
you got to go through it. You have to live it because you got to get your, you got to get your body ready to compete at a high level and you can't just turn it on and off. And then there's times where we're going to be like Chris and, and have to slow things down because you want to teach good habits. You want the guys to understand the game at a different level. And so that takes a little bit of, of nurturing and a little bit of time to do that. So, um, I think, like I said, I think everybody in the country, depending on where they're at in their season, where they're at in their youth or veteran team, you have to adjust, you have to adapt. Um, and so for us at St. Thomas, we're doing a little bit of, of all of that. It's kind of a hybrid because you have to teach the intensity and you've got to teach the game and you got to bring those things together at, on the weekend. And in order to do that, you got to do a little bit of both. All right, Paul, you get the now, last crack because Coach put me in my place. So well, go ahead. Now that you let him off the hook, Coach, <laughs> uh, um, just one le- uh, a little extra pep in the step this morning at practice? You know, it's, it's always, you know, I, and I work for George Gwazdecki, who's uh, a legend in coaching, and mm-hmm. uh, as you guys know, and he, he would always say it's a lot easier to coach on Monday after a win than <laughs> come to practice. So, yes, there, there was a lot of uh, energy. There was excitement again. Uh, not that there hasn't been because our guys have been really of course. good. I've got to really say that. Um, I'm really proud of the, the work that they've put in and, and their attitude and the way they've really embraced this. But, but Monday had a different feel for everybody. Uh, you know, there was intensity, but there was – a little bit of fun, some passion, some intensity, ready to go and, and ready to, you know, to get ready for, uh, for Arizona. Okay, Coach, now understand where this is coming from. As an ASU alum, good luck this weekend, just not too much. Save yeah, it for you. Bowling Green. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All good. <laughs> Rico, I was going to tell you too, that believe me, there is nobody short of a coach that will break down the film from an Arizona State game like Paul Hornstein. So just be really careful what you do because he'll, he'll want you on again next week and, and break it all down for you, okay? That, that's fine. I'll, we can talk <laughs> hockey all, all you want. That's, that's Excellent. Fun, that's the fun good. part. Maybe we can yeah. get Chris Mayotte on too. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's put Scott back in his place a, a bunch of times. I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, anyway, uh, on that note, uh, see you later, Coach. <laughs> uh, no, Probably be the uh, last time I'm, I get on, right? No. no you're, you're welcome anytime. But I, I had to throw that out there because, like I said, I haven't, I haven't seen – um, I've seen a bunch of practices. I've been a part of practices in, the, in my past, but uh, I don't think I've ever seen four completely different structures uh, to a practice as I've seen around the four teams that we cover right now. And I was just curious as to your part of it, because like I said, you've seen the success at the national level and, and now having to start basically over again. And uh, I was just curious on the evolution of that because I knew the answer, but I just wanted to hear it out of your mouth. No, I, I figured you were teeing me up, so I, I had to throw it in there. <laughs> there you go. Listen, from one paisan to the other, you just you keep go. him in his place. You don't worry about that, and you just keep doing what you're doing, and you are always welcome on this program, I promise. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks Rico. Uh, safe travels out to Arizona State, and don't get too sunburned, okay? <laughs> I won't. Thanks. <laughs> All right. That's Rico Blasi, the head coach at St. Thomas 
the Tommies headed to Tempe, Arizona to take on Arizona State this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday at Oceanside Ice Arena. Uh, as I said, our own Paul Hornstein will break it down like nobody else because uh, he does not miss a shift of anything that Arizona State does. Um, I will be at the city championship in uh, Colorado Springs for Arizona. I'm Arizona. How about Colorado College and Air Force? We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Paul and I will wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly for you in about two minutes. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. That uh, goal horn, I believe, was uh, Coach Blasi getting getting to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it when the coaches can uh, can have a little humor and uh, and get a little pushback on me because sometimes I need pushback even though I have to no deal with Paul Hornstein from from day in and day out. But oh. anyway, <laughs> yeah, that was classic. I love it. Well, <laughs> Chris, hey, if you Chris, if, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> I was standing up for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to see you Thursday. So good so, for uh, you. Rico. Anyway. Fantastic stuff, uh, Paul. You know that you know the drill that we always have when we have a guest on. I hear something, you hear something. Uh, tell everybody what you heard from uh, Rico Blasi. Well, I because I'm always looking to quote the movie Miracle. You know, at, at one point I heard, "Oh uh, yeah, a bunch of guys from Minnesota and Boston. Yeah, this will work." 
Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's what you got to do, right? You guys got to learn to play together. You know, um, I think that, uh, um, just based on the numbers over the weekend, um, you've got, uh, it definitely seems like he's got his penalty kill starting to work to, to work well. Um, of course he doesn't want to use it as much as he's had to use it in these first, these last four games, but, um, you know, so that, that's an important thing to do. You know, I, I think the penalty kill probably comes together faster than the power play. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. You know, um, and, you know, it's it's fun because here, you, you know, this is, it's, again, it's, it's a startup, but it's not a startup, but it is a startup. It's a different kind of startup. Right, and, and, and that's kind of what we've got going on here, and, and 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 we've had a bunch of different startups in some good ways and some not so good ways, but um, you know, it's 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 fun to watch. And uh, I was you know sincere in 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 my rooting for St. Thomas most weekends. Um, uh, Ferris State, if you're listening, Lake Superior State, if you're listening, Minnesota State, Bowling Green. <laughs> yeah, Paul, what do I Paul's care? got his rooting interest when it comes to St. Thomas games. Yeah, I, I love yeah, it. You want to awesome. see the new kids do well. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, um, and you know, it 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 seems. You know, I I did not know the 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 semester started up there that late. That's that's kind of northeast starts on the semesters at least on the school year anyway that's yeah that, uh, so that's... that probably set him back a little bit well, of course it did yeah it had to um yeah so um but listen um i haven't heard anybody say that in the long run this program won't be successful um you'd be an idiot to even bring that up you know uh i i'm sure that they will be um, you know, not only do I like to root for the, for the rookies, um, you know, the last time we had coach Blasi on, I, I, once again, you know, it's, you know, I, I told him that we had similar, uh, discovery experiences on players and, and, and rooting interests. And so I've always been a big fan and, uh, you know, I, I want nothing but the best for, for the coach except this weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me let me tell you what I heard out of it and what I gathered from it. Uh, the team uh, started with a home and home, if you will, but it wasn't really home. It was uh, at St. Cloud State and then at the XL Energy Center. Um, they lost twelve to two at St. Cloud State on Friday night or on Saturday, and Sunday afternoon they played at XL Energy Center and they lost uh, two to nothing. So. Um, if you tell me there's not something about being the home team, uh, I, I don't know what it is. would be. And, and secondly is they go on the road to play in their conference for the very first time, and then they come home and they get Ferris State uh, in Mendota Heights. And uh, if you're not familiar with their building, it's small. It's newer, newish, but it's small, very small, and it won't be their home uh, forever. They'll, they'll have their own building before long. Um, but oh, – yeah. <laughs> but but here's the deal. Uh, they lost a 2-1 game at overtime Friday right. night. 
Then they come out, they score five unanswered to open up the game uh, and have a 5 nothing lead before uh, Ferris gets two, and they win 5-2. You cannot tell me, if you saw the video that I did uh, on Twitter in their locker room, those guys were thrilled. They were they thrilled. They had confidence. Um, and they're going to pick that up and put it on the airplane with them, and they're going to fly to Arizona State, and they're going to hit the ice Friday night at Oceanside feeling pretty darn good about themselves, even though they're on the road. So well, it might be it might be a challenge for Arizona State. Well, it's going to be because, you know, if Arizona State doesn't play well, it doesn't matter who they're playing. You know, they, 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 I don't know. You know, they're they're more talented than they've been in the past, but doesn't mean they can't. They, they can just throw their gloves and sticks on the ice and win games. They can't do that. Um, you know, um, they're, they're probably playing the one team that will be less uncomfortable playing at Oceanside because they're playing in a place that they're, 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 they've practiced and played games on their home ice that's kind of similar-ish in scope. Because that building yeah. they're playing in is not that big. No. It doesn't sit and, much more than they do at Oceanside. No, and, but the, the difference at Oceanside is the low ceiling. Yeah, um, no, I that, understand that, but still. That's something you got to really get used to, though. So it, it'll take them a, a Thursday practice and a morning skate on Friday before they probably start to feel a little bit more comfortable. But, um, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a challenge for him. He understands it. Uh, the beauty of, of everything that's happening in NCAA hockey this year is uh, coaches get it, right? I mean, uh, I just spent uh, a weekend with uh, Coach Zombo, who's not in NCAA hockey yet, but is um, he understood what his team was up against. He said, hey, listen, I do not have my, my top two defensemen this weekend. I've got 10 freshmen. Uh, I'm probably short 10 NCAA caliber players on my roster. Um, and yet I, I'm going to play Air Force as hard as I can. And, and they scored one goal. Uh, Saturday. They scored three on Sunday. Um, you're still giving up too many, but that's progress, right? I mean, that's what you're looking to do is to, to build on this stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's, you know, he said, and quite rightly so, can't take shortcuts. You just can't. You, you can't build. Not, not to be successful. You can, he no, said you... that too. He said, you can take shortcuts. They're there, but it won't sustain long term. Right, you, you, you. When you're building a building, you have to start on the. You have to start at the bottom. You can't go and build the penthouse first. Dang it, because that's usually where I like to stay. But anyway, well, we uh, we understand <laughs> that that the royalty that you are, uh, but you still can't build. You're you're not doing the actual building. You're just staying there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good stuff. Speaking of that, the Arizona State building coming right along. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be closed in. The next time I get there, it'll be closed in, and I will be shooting shots of nothing but the outside. That's okay. Uh, whatever. We know what's inside. It's a nice sheet. Uh, it's going to be very nice. It's going to be very sheets. modern. And, yeah, and it's going to be very, very new, and it's always going to be called the multi-purpose uh, facility at Arizona State University. No, so. Yeah, they'll, yeah, it'll be called something when they announce who paid $16 million to sure, buy the naming some, rights. It'll be somebody's multi-purpose arena. No, they won't even uh, they won't even use those words after <laughs> that. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> I'm having fun. Um, 
anyway, so we wish uh, Coach Blasi the uh, the best of luck. Paul says just not too much luck as yeah. they uh, they head south. As I mentioned, Denver gets the week off, and I bet David Carl is uh, really putting the guys through the work this week uh, in preparing them for the following week, which they will then head to North Dakota and play at the Ralph. And um, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course this weekend I will be at the Spotlight Series, which will be at the Air Force Academy Friday night and over to Colorado College and Ed Robeson Arena on Saturday night. Uh, it, it's it's christened, folks. Um, Coach Territory told me it's a city championship, so that's what it is to me, man. That, that That's fantastic. I mean, that's what you hear in the Iron Range where Coach uh, grew up in Hibbing. It, it's, the, uh, it's a city championship in Duluth or it's a city championship somewhere, so I love it. Coach just keeps bringing me good nuggets, and uh, I, I can't be more thrilled. So that's what's coming up this weekend. You know what happened in the past. Our thanks to Rico Blasi for joining us tonight. Uh, I know his schedule is crazy busy. He's probably catching an airplane tomorrow to get to Tempe and uh, give a couple of practices in before they uh, do battle against Arizona State Friday and Saturday. Paul, if you don't have anything else, take it away. College Hockey Southwest Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios has been brought to you by Behind the Mask and its three Valley locations. In line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Buy Summer Skates. Outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and click on the Green Squad Locker tab. M-Drive. Help for your immune system. Building lean muscle mass and making it through the day without the afternoon crash. Go to mdriveformen.com and see how the high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste, great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or get the three-time Best of Vegas winning award-winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event by Boost Mobile. You choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and nchc.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will uh, I will tell everybody tomorrow night is uh, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, where myself and Stephen Marsh will bring all the action of the WCHL to you and the ACHA stuff and WWCHL, uh, which, by the way, the Arizona State women are flying. They are uh, really putting on a show. So uh, congratulations to them on a great weekend in Colorado. Um, also, uh, I did want to mention that uh, the next game of the week will be Missouri State at UNLV. Probably not a lot of highlights coming on that one because uh, our own Stephen Marsh doing the play-by-play for UNLV. Ooh, well, <laughs> so, high- that's highlights right there. You don't uh, even so- – 
There's your highlights right there. <laughs> so he's got double duty. He uh, he knows he's I know he's up for it. So uh, uh, that will be the uh, the next one. Of course, uh, Missouri State coming off of a uh, sweep of UCO. The battle of the two unbeaten's went Missouri State's way. Uh, this past weekend, and uh, our hope is that we have the play-by-play guy on tomorrow night, Steve Casson from uh, Missouri State. Uh, Missouri State, by the way, taking a bus <laughs> to Vegas, 24-hour bus ride. Oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, God bless them and their coaches. I know uh, uh, Coach Cook is uh, is looking forward to that bus ride. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, and and uh the, they're looking to get to Vegas. I think they're going to have uh, a really good battle with the UNLV. So that's coming up. And then, of course, on the weekend, Paul and I will have it all for you. Paul's got his eyes focused squarely on Arizona State and St. Thomas. I will have my eyes focused clearly and focused as much as I can at the Air Force Academy and Colorado College uh, this weekend for the city championship of Colorado Springs. Mm. All right. Thanks again to Rico Blasi from St. Thomas, uh, the Tommies as they uh, prepare for Arizona State. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peace Makers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.